This episode of MMA Notes is brought to you by NordVPN. Get advanced security, internet freedom, and complete privacy. Save 73% off the two-year plan plus four months free with code MMA Nuts. Sun Home Saunas. Relax and rejuvenate your body and senses with an in-home sauna. Save $200 off any sauna or cold plunge with code MMA Nuts. Virbus Bikes, powerful, comfortable, and stylish electric bikes. Save 10% off with code FIT10. The Perfect Jean, special denim fabric that stretches for extra comfort and movement your man bits require. Save 15% off with code FIT15. Defense Soap, everyday soaps for everybody. Use code MMA Nuts to save 15% off your order. Hey fans, this is MMA Nuts, episode 623. Whoa, 623! My name's Engel Weigel. Megrith, MMA Show, Fire Fans, Foreign Fans, Walk the Line Between Serious and Ridiculous. No vodka, no straight vodka no, or water. Just, just water, just yeah. water. Me too. Mm. Straight water? I do have like. Premier hair going here. Well, what's up with that? But whatever. It's all good. All good. I would imagine a lot of people are listening to us versus videoing. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's all smoke and mirrors, these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, where should we start? The big fight over the weekend? Fucking Jake Paul, Nate Diaz. Yeah, let's talk about it. Jake Paul rolling in on a fucking tank. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, man? Wild shit. Nate Diaz has some kind of gangster rapper guy or something like rapper guy doing his thing and commentating in the middle of the fight talking about how Nate's gonna beat his ass at some point (laughs) like like this guy doesn't sound like he knows anything about combat sports no 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 I'm not sure why he's talking I have no idea and and they had Dan Hardy on the call which I thought was interesting I'm like oh we probably brought him in for like the MMA guy kind of deal but you know, Nate weighed in at 184.9 pounds. Yeah. And I I guess we'll start. I'll ask you, what'd you think about the fight? Just give me your thoughts on everything. Um, I thought Nate had an interesting approach. I'm not sure if he was trying to tire Paul out with this like weird I'm gonna mm-hmm. do this and just run at you with my elbows thing. I I, I don't know. And it seemed like Maybe that strategy worked to some extent because Paul did get a little tired at some points, but I'll say, you know, uh, clearly Paul won. I mean, he had the knockdown in the fifth round on, on Nate, caught him on the temple and uh, um, got him. Yeah. A good one. I think I can show that because Jake, Jake Paul tweeted it out. So okay. I'll either show this or I won't. Let me turn the volume down. So I may just blur it out, but you can still see the whole thing. So let's post yeah. this. And take a gander catches him boom and he almost fell out of the fucking ring he did he did and you know he took the full count when he got back up nate did and uh continued sh- sh- shrugged it off um yeah. you know i felt like uh jake looked like he was stronger more skilled and and during the broadcast they kept talking about how nate is not turning over his punches and i wanted to get your take on that because they were saying in mma like you can kind of pitter patter guys with from the side and it works, but in boxing somehow that doesn't work. I don't know why. Is that because of the big gloves or or what the story is? But you know, any thoughts? Well, I was gonna say from what I saw, it didn't look like Nate Diaz was trying to me. Yeah. I mean, like you're saying, like he's walking forward, and it's weird because I think there was a lot of hype for this fight because. When I have our friend Brian asking, should I buy this fight? I'm like, don't fucking waste your money. <laughs> and then we have another one of our friends asking, like, who's going to win? I'm like, Jake's probably going to fucking win because of blah, blah, blah. But it just, I, he didn't seem like he was there to fight. It just seemed like he was there to spar and fuck around mm-hmm. and have a good time. Mm-hmm. I think he, like, shot a single at some point and he guillotined him in the ninth or tenth round, like something stupid. But I thought there were right hooks open all day for Nate because Jake kept leaving the, the the side of his head open and he just, he wasn't taking it. So I'm like, he just kept going with the same stupid strategy. I'm just going to walk forward and hope you tire out. He tired out a little bit, but he not did. enough where you're going to be able to overwhelm him. 
And I think after the fight, Nate was even saying, oh, I have fucking back injuries. I couldn't train properly and shoulder or something. And... Yeah, just, just some kind of bullshit. But it just it really looked like he was just out there to play around and get paid. And a lot of fucking people came. That place looked packed and it was fucking it was loud as shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, and and you know the strategy didn't seem to to like you said do him any favors. I don't know why he didn't try to use a little bit more of like boxing stick and move kind of stuff, but it just it looked sloppy. And I gave him like two rounds, maybe three. I think he won like the fourth and the eighth or something like that. Yeah, that's all I gave him was two, not three. I think some of the judges gave him three, but I, I didn't see that. I mean, it really was all Jake Paul pretty much the whole way. And and kudos to him for, you know, after the knockdown, even like he didn't go for broke all the time. Like he's paced mm-hmm. himself and he was patient, you know, and he, he could have easily tired himself out against Nate's elbows and stuff, but he didn't, you know, he kind of, he made it the distance. So um, I was pretty impressed. I got to say. And his, he went to the body a lot too. Cause he if, you're, if he's coming up, the fucking body's wide open and yeah. he's sneaking like uppercuts through the guard sometimes. And I mean, at the end of the day too, you, everyone's got to remember Nate Diaz is a 155 pound fighter and he was fighting at whatever, 185 pounds. Right. <laughs> and what, I don't know what the fuck Jake actually weighs. If he's a 200 cutting to 185, he's obviously cutting, but his skill level is amateur boxer at best. But again, amateur boxer can beat 90% of these fucking MMA guys. In boxing. Yes, in boxing. Because again, you got a process. And if I'm an MMA fighter, you're thinking about all this shit that I can't do versus Jake who's only trained boxing and he can just react. So he's got a huge advantage plus age. Every every one of these MMA guys that jake fights they're all fucking way older so is what ben Askren. who else i don't even remember oh, oh, anderson uh, silva anderson silva yep, yep. oh tyron woodley when tyron he fucking woodley, face planted he KO'd, ko'd him, him. yep yep KO'd now tyron nate woodley. diaz so sorry i didn't know you wanted me to chime in <laughs> I, was well, I was blanking because i'm like who the fuck <laughs> oh, did he fought? Oh, like he fought all mma guys he did well interestingly enough i i was going to save this for later but since we're talking about it i yeah. i watched a new netflix documentary about the paul brothers specifically mm-hmm. this one was about jake did you see this yet it's called no. untold the jake paul the problem child it's on mm-hmm. netflix really good and it talks i you know i have to admit like i didn't quite understand for until that watching that like how this these guys became who they are i thought they were just youtube idiots or whatever but there's actually like a trajectory of like intelligent thought process and how they go went about creating their brand and apparently they see well they had a very stern father who borderline i would say abusive if not actually abusive but you know didn't necessarily stop them from becoming successful but um you know Logan went one direction and Jake kind of went the other way, a little more grandiose and crazy. And he got himself in some trouble with the YouTube people, uh, like his followers. And that's why he became a boxer. But I was like impressed in, in the fact that like, there is a process here. Like he's not just fucking around like intelligent dudes, big. And, you know, boxing to me, like even a couple of years ago was totally dead. And these guys like this have figured out a way to create like this little bubble where it's like, I'm doing the boxing thing, but on my terms, like, I don't need a promoter. I don't need mm-hmm. all this bullshit. Like I'm going to do my thing and it's working. Cause he's making millions. I mean, he's not making Mayweather money, but I, I'm not sure he, if he keeps but going. He's, he's like probably, probably number two behind him. Yeah. Like if yeah. you were going to say like, who's the biggest boxer right now, if, if Floyd is current or not, yeah. he, he's number two behind Floyd, yeah. which is insane. Because yep. like you're saying, he's created his own niche. And all he has to do is keep bringing these guys in and just keep working them and working them. So, And then yeah. now, like I heard like the payouts for this was insane. I think it was Nate Diaz's people said something along the lines of uh, both he and Jake made well into the eight figures for this fight. So what well, are we talking 15, 20 million? Mm-hmm. each like for each guy like holy fuck 
Yeah, big pay-per-view. I wonder how many they sold. Probably quite a bit. Yeah. And the other thing that was interesting, because Logan Paul even had like a WWE match that I believe he won in their fake world or whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck that is. And then he got on a plane and flew out to see his brother fight, and then he wins a fight. Like, Mm -hmm. that was fucking cool as shit. Because I guess he didn't even have time to change, so he just went into the fucking crowd with whatever his WWE gear was still on, like his black and yellow shit. I'm like, that was pretty dope to see. And then now going forward, since Nate lost his fight, Jake is saying, well, there is a $10 million offer on the table for Nate and him to fight MMA. And I believe that's $10 million a person. Yeah, so, P- for PFL, right? That's- yeah, and, and that's what's weird, because I don't know if Nate wants to cross the ufc to make that happen and especially like i don't know if you get let's just call it 20 million he got for this fight uh another 10 million in mma like who do you think wins that in mma world because i guess Uh, it depends on what weight are we fighting at if you make if you can make jake cut down to 170 because it's either it has to be 170 or it's 185 and i think it's to Nate's advantage to make it 170. Well, they can do the uh, uh 180 catch weight. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, you can do anything. Sure. Right. Uh, I mean, but I thought I heard Nate talking about he's trying to th- return to the UFC. I mean, right. that's that's kind of his goal. So I, I I don't know. You know, they've been good to him. So depending on what kind of fights they offer him over there, but you know, ten million dollars. That's like let me just take this one off and yeah. then I'll come back and see you guys. Because it's too much money. I don't think Dana would begrudge him for that. They had a pretty decent relationship. Yeah, you got to get paid. It's just the problem is if he loses to Jake in MMA, that's, yeah, that's a be, problem. That's that's a big risk, right? So, yeah. but who wins? I mean, it depends. Like, how much f- time is going to pass before they do this? Six months, a year, or, or are we let's, let's just call it six months. I think six months and Nate Diaz submits his ass. That's what I think will happen. Because I think smaller. See, I don't know, though, because Paul has some power. So, like, smaller gloves, if he connects, I mean, he might knock Nate out. It's possible. Um, Maybe. I mean, the thing that Nate's got going for him is he is tough as hell to finish, right? So he can can get rocked and still be able to submit him off his back. Yeah, I don't see Jake wanting to take it to the ground, although he does have a wrestling background. So I think he wrestled in high school and some in college. That's huge. That's huge. Maybe they didn't uh, go to college. I don't know. The the wrestler I... usually wins, uh, and even that that's where I'm wondering because it really depends on what weight class are we fighting, and th- the thing that Nate also has is that cardio advantage because Jake is so used to these three minute rounds. Yep. So uh, he Nate could dr- drag him into the deep water, especially if he could get him to take a five round, five minute round, or sorry. Yeah, five rounds, five minute around fight. That's 25 yep. minutes. And that's, he'll fucking drag him down. That's some deep water for Jake. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nate should win that fight, but I think out of all these crossover fights, I think this one would be the closest out of any of them as far as like a non MMA guy coming in and beating the MMA guy. I mean, it's happened before uh ray mercer tim sylvia and there's probably a ton of other examples but you know not guys that are way out of their prime like nate's right at that edge of i think being out of the sport unfortunately but again i wasn't happy with that performance so no we'll see entertaining yes but i don't think it was worth however much was spent on said pay-per-views no yeah do you hear that there's some weird thing playing in the background no one second hang on okay never mind i got it it's some it's some ad that's playing in the background sorry whoever (laughs) if anybody heard that i I didn't hear it so you're good okay good but that's weird if you heard it and i didn't because we should both hear it (laughs) maybe uh no crazy no i wouldn't hear it because you're not sharing sound i'm not it's just you it's coming oh. through my speakers, which is weird because I have my headphones on. So it's a ghost in my machine. It, this is uh, Zoom. It's the AI. They're fucking tracking everything. Yeah. The only other thing I wanted to mention about the fight was they had Nick Diaz was there 
And he was talking about, hey, man, I want to get in on some of this action, this boxing action. Mm -hmm. So uh, there may be some Logan Paul versus Nick Diaz, the older brothers fight. Yeah. Like, I'd be into that because I think at the end of the day, Nick is the better boxer. Mm -hmm. And Logan is not the better Paul. So it's like you get there's a double whammy there. So but I don't I don't know if Logan wants that fucking smoke, does he? Because he's got that WWE life now. Yeah. Will he I come would, back? Maybe the money's right. I think he would consider it. Yeah. I think it could be interesting. For shizzle. Yeah. But again, Nick's past his prime too. So it's not like he's it's unfortunate in the streets, like you're right? a couple weeks <laughs> he's ago. Throwing leg kicks. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And, like you should be throwing bombs at your mouths. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, that's all I had for that event, unless you had anything else. No. Should we th talk a little sponsors? Yep. Good. All right. Brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> Public service announcement. Tension all my bearded beasts from stubble to Maine. If you didn't already know Manscaped now sells beard products. You heard that correctly. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming changed the game with their Beard Hedger Pro Kit, and now they're going a step further with their brand-new Handyman, an electric face shaver <laughs> for a quick and convenient... I could have gone a few different You ways. won't even... You also... <laughs> clean your right pipes to, out or right something. Your door. So if you're looking to achieve a clean-shaven look, whether you're looking to sharpen up or your neckline or give your face that smooth finish, the Handyman has you covered. Go to manscaped.com slash nuts. 20% off and free shipping. It's time to go to from five o'clock shady to yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. And no one likes a weird beard. That's right. Uh, so say goodbye to your stubble trouble with Manscaped Beard Hedger. And remember, you can get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash MMA nuts. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com slash MMA nuts. Hit the refresh button with Manscaped. That's right. And this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, guys. Remember the days when you're always ready to go. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in the beds, bedrooms, wherever you're having fun time. Listen up, bluechew.com. Does it work? Don't think you need it. Try it free for a month and see. You're going to love it. You could be missing out on the best sex of your life. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USFA and prepared and shipped directly to your door in a discreet package. And the best part, it's all done on the internet. You don't have to go to a weird pharmacy and stand in line waiting for your stuff. It comes right to your front door in a discreet package. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. Package for your package, as you'd say. And Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. You can try Blue Chew free. When you use our promo code NUTS at checkout, just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code NUTS to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. And did you know this episode is also sponsored by the Ridge Wallet? My favorite wallet. I love the leather. You get your cards in the middle, your cash on the side, and nice and thin, slim, durable, tasty, delicious. Yes, and it holds up to 12 cards plus room for cash. It's over 30 colors and styles, including carbon fiber and burnt titanium. The wallets have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Durable material means each wallet comes with a lifetime warranty. The Ridge team is so confident that you'll like it. They'll let you test drive it for 99 days. You can send it back for a full refund if you don't love it. That's right. And you go to ridge.com slash MMA nuts to get the best deal possible. And maybe even use our code. Just like that. Back to the show. Back to the show. So I want to talk to you about UFC 291 that just happened, right? Yes. Because interestingly enough, um, uh, Utah has, has given the fighters on this particular card the option of disclosing or not disclosing okay. their guaranteed money. So I was looking into this uh, just yesterday, 
And uh, apparently there's only four fight, uh, four different um, fights, fighters, I should say, that were able that disclosed their numbers. And it was Bobby Green, Kevin Holland, Gabriel Bonfim, and CJ Vergara. And out of those four, Kevin Holland apparently made almost 400 grand uh, in his defeat over Michael Chiesa. And I, I was curious about your thoughts about this. Like, why would someone want to versus not want to disclose their pay? Well, I think it's showing off or showing off for the wrong way. Like, look at me. This is what I'm getting paid, motherfucker. And I think that's interesting because I th- I feel like the commission ha- should have to realize it. <laughs> Here we go. Release it. I don't. I, this is a weird scenario. Like, why does the fighter have to approve it? In the past, it was always public. It was always public. And now they have these weird bylaws or amendments or however they're having it in the athletic commissions where they don't have to release it yeah so. well i guess this all stemmed from fighters saying like you know if you release our numbers it, it hinders our ability to negotiate on future events because like if somebody's paying us this number it's going to be hard to get more or whatever so i can see some i guess validity in that but it's just I don't know. I, I find it interesting that the people are giving choices now as far as that goes. Yeah, I think it's better for the fighters. If if all the pay is released, you could see exactly like what the fuck is the champion making? What is the number one, two, three, four, five? And it's not always going to be the pay shouldn't be based on rankings, but it's also going to be based on who's actually selling fucking tickets. I mean, it's hard to tell if you're not the headliner. Mm-hmm. But you can see, like, Conor McGregor, it's pretty fucking clear when he's the headliner what the sales are. It's multiple millions of fucking pay-per-view buys, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think when you hide it, it's bad for the fighters and good for the promotion because then nobody knows what anybody's making. Anytime shit goes public, then you know, like, oh, that guy's making this. I should be making more or less based on kind of my standing in the mm-hmm. company. So I want to see more. I'm glad at least four guys were nice enough to post that. Ballsy. Yeah, because some guy, one guy on a 12 on 12 decided to post it. Mm-hmm. Gabriel Bonfim. Anyway, uh, I saw like the UFC over this weekend. I just want to show one guy made a post. He had wrote written on the whiteboard. And you got to get a little closer. He says, Garth Brooks kills people. Where are the bodies, Garth? And, <laughs> and, and this is from, this is funny because it's from the podcast, Your Mom's House, where they have a running joke about Garth Brooks is a fucking serial killer. Really? So this, yeah. So that's where this stems from. Even to the point where the, the one of the hosts, Tom Segura, he's gotten banned off of Garth Brooks Instagram from posting because now if you look at Garth Brooks Instagram, all it says is shit that's been said on your mom's house. So it's like, it, they just bomb every single fucking post. So I thought this was a nice subtle throw over to your mom's house. So that's my favorite podcast right now. They're just goofy. Your mom's house. You love yeah. that one, huh? Mm-hmm. So I saw that. Um, let's uh, talk about UFC this weekend briefly. Luque Dos Anjos. It's actually some decent fights. Luque and Dos Anjos. That's a tight uh, odds matchup. Mm-hmm. Swanson. The, this light heavyweight bout should be a fucking knockout. The Leo Roundtree. Chris Dodkaus. Dodkaus. You got Vienna scrolling, scrolling. Where are the no picture guys? There you go. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Two. I like the main card though. What else is happening? Uh, yes. So over the weekend, we had a uh, SummerSlam right happening, and apparently Ronda Rousey getting uh, submitted and put to sleep. I won't show the video. But I'll show you the picture. I'm sure that's fine, right? Yes. Photos on the Twitterverse. There she is. Uh, the uh, Shayna Baszler becoming the first. Baszler. Baszler. Yeah. Sorry. Becoming the first person to um, 
submit Ronda Rousey in a <laughs> athletic <laughs> competition. I don't know what you call WWE. It's, it seems like entertainment. Acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's athletic not entertainment. Sport. Athletic energy. It's not a combat exactly. sport. Yeah. But, uh, the, the critics are saying that this may be uh, Ronda Rousey's swan song as she's in the end of her career here. Um, well, she did post that there was nothing, something along the lines of there's nothing else more for her there. Yeah. So I, I don't know what that means. Is Because I heard another rumor that maybe she could come back to the UFC mm-hmm. and they'd just give her a belt because she... For some reason, I don't remember what the reasoning was. Just like, like hand it to her, just like, yeah, here you like go. here's the one you're the 145 champ now. Okay, but I don't, I just I feel like she'll never come back, even though I would like to see that. Like, I would like to see the Misha Tate Ronda Rousey three. Um, but again, she could also go wherever she wanted if she was, I don't know how you want to say this, woman enough to go fight chris cyborg after i i'm still bitter about that of all the t- shit she ever talked to chris cyborg and we never got to see that fight we didn't w- everyone's way past their prime but i mean fucking do that but uh, is there still an appetite for rousey and mma i guess that's a question nah i have no interest do you uh only if it's chris cyborg because i know where that one's gonna go I would watch that for sure. Yeah, but as far as any and and Misha Tate, uh, Misha I Tate, mean, I'd watch that. one of the, yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, and maybe even a, a side dish of Holly Holm. <laughs> watch go. her fucking head kick her off. One again. two three. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe there's all a in one night turn of events. Close optional. Tate breaks Ronda Rousey's arm or something. Well, be crazy. Wouldn't surprise me. Anything can happen. Yes. So we shall see. I saw there's a lot of Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk news floating around. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so I saw the Zuck had installed an octagon in his backyard. No and way. Apparently the wife was a little pissed off because I guess she's been working on the grass for two years. <laughs> He's like, what? we've got like a lot of space. So like that was interesting. I didn't know there were squabbles with the wife when you have trillions of dollars and God knows how many houses. <clears throat> and then Elon said they're going to stream the fight on, on. Yeah. It's weird calling it X. I kind of like it as X now because it's dark. It's very dark and moody. Um, and he also said all the proceeds are going to go to charity. And I think Zuckerberg was giving them some grief. Like, why can't we post on somewhere else? And then after all that, Elon said, you know, he's getting an MRI done on his neck and upper back tomorrow, which may require surgery. So <laughs> the fight may be in jeopardy. Is this fight happening or not? Yeah. Well, I think it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. But I do think, I still think it's not going to be the way we think. I think it's going to be some weird virtual thing or something something goofy. Some bullshit metaverse in the metaverse on yeah. X. Didn't Elon try to name something else X before too? I thought he did. Well, he had a company named X.com. I think it, I don't know if it was related to PayPal or not, but he, he's owned that before. He just, he, he loves, that, he loves X. that letter. Yes. Because uh, yeah. I think even Triple H, I saw a tweet for him because he was doing his, he's like, I know something about the X if you need some training. Like, oh no, don't get the fake wrestlers involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I still am under impression that this Zuckerberg must fight happens before fucking Conor McGregor ever comes back. Well, it seems like McGregor is just off the deep end, anyways. I've stopped paying attention. He, he looks, he sounds like a buffoon who's like doped up, coked up, you know, you name it, and drinking yeah. all the time. Like, I don't know. He's got too much money and too much fame and he's just enjoying it all. I don't yeah, and there, there's like zero incentive to come back. Like he's he got to that point and that that's where it goes to fighter pay. When you make too much money, there's no incentive for you to come back. And especially with him with that injury, uh-huh. it's it's you're not the same. He's never going to be the same. And he may be better having a boxing match with someone than fucking 
kicking and getting leg kicked in a compromised leg, even though there's probably a fucking titanium rod in there. You don't want to get kicked in that. No. So I don't think you want to. Anyway, uh, what else is happening? Well, it appears Dwayne The Rock Johnson has gifted a UFC fighter a new house. Um, Themba Gorimbo, apparently. Um, uh, he bought him a house in Miami. He was down, I guess Gorimbo was down to his last few bucks in his bank account. And The Rock was like, I, I connect with your story, man. I'm going to buy you a house, brother. And he did. So I don't have a picture of said house. No, but... it's cool. He There was a nice video of the whole Yeah, it's like 10 minutes long. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you Google it, uh, you can find it on Twitter. And um, um, he's calling it his seven buck journey. Um, I said he's been there. Rock said he's been there before. I understand how, how it is. And here you go. Here's the house. So that's cool. You help one fighter out. Can, can we, you know, since all the other fighters are wearing your shoes and promoting them for free, can we get all the other fighters a little bonus pay or like something? House? Like Taylor well, Swift? Well, I don't need a house, but yeah, you could Taylor Swift to all the other fighters. I'm okay like, with this. Gave, her, gave 100 grand to all of her truck drivers, apparently. It's like spent like $5 million or something crazy. Seriously, all these yeah. fucking fighters are wearing his shoes, whatever the fuck they are. I mean, it's still, I'm not going to begrudge him for doing something nice because I think it's at the end of the day, it's the UFC's fault for that sponsor nightmare. But a little, a little you give him a little taste. I liked it when it was open because I, it was always whoever the hardest working fighter was, was the one who's going to get the most sponsors and, you know, make the most money. Mm-hmm. My God, I missed that. And they were getting stupid money, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And you didn't have to be like, you just had to be an exciting fighter. Like, fuck. Yep. What else is happening? Oh, I saw. Here's a question. So Mike Tyson is training Francis Ngannou for his fight against Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. So what percent chance do you think that gives to Ngannou to win the fight by having Tyson helping him train i have a couple pictures from that as i pose this question so i'll share those with you um yeah how, how long is the training when when is this fight i forgot when this fight's supposed to happen it's a good question i'm gonna have to look that up but okay i i think i think tyson ha- in your corner certainly helps the thing with that is is like you can be told many tri- trick tips and tricks and ways to do things but it's a whole other thing to integrate it into your being you know like because fighters are are instinctual and a lot of times why they win is because they react before they think and i think in ganu's mma thing like you've mentioned many times is going to trump a lot and he's going to have to he's going to be a hair slower you mm-hmm. know so even with all of that i think it helps but does it help a lot i don't know you know, maybe if they had a couple of years, I would say that would probably Fair. help a hell of a lot. Because similar guys, big, large, strong, you know, heavyweights, you know, I'm sure Mike can, can help him figure out. And we don't even know what kind of a boxer Ngannou is going to be. Is he going to be like uh, the outside, inside brawler? Is he going to take this George Foreman approach and just club people to death? Like what what's happening? You know, I, I don't know, you know. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say 5%. I think it's about a 5%. It's not bad. It's just, and again, it's limited time. That's the problem. But Mike is a wealth of knowledge. And like how he came up as a boxer was to study so many of the older boxers. So like the, he's got such a grasp and understanding of the sport maybe better than anybody else in the fucking world it's debatable he's got a lot and it's also like how good of a coach is he hard i hard to say because you may have all that knowledge but can you transfer that knowledge too don't know because is mike high off his ass or not i don't know that motherfucker hey, seems hey. to be on mushrooms and the weeds like two weeks ago or last week he was displaying that weed gun and he's fucking putting it in his mouth i'm taking all the weeds so mm-hmm. anyway what else is happening uh i think my last thing before i have some just random stuff is gonna be john lineker um 
you know, over the weekend, one, one championship. I'm not sure if we're allowed to show this, but go ahead. I'm going to go ahead. Jay Wong Kim, you know, they had a, had a pretty nice fight and it came down to, um, hold on a second. Here we go. So last couple of seconds, Lineker in the black trunks, Wong Kim in the, in the red. Well, Lineker you know, looks swell. <laughs> he does. He looks pretty big, you know, and here they are. It's the end of like a pretty brutal three round slobber knocker. Lineker looking a little worse for the wear, um, but catches him with that nice oh, yeah. hook and, body hook, and finishes this thing with like four seconds oh, to go. Man. So nice, good for him, looking solid. Like you said, strong and swole. Yeah, <laughs> um, I saw Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. They just announced that the association of boxing commissions voted to approve unified fighting rules for bare knuckle fights in the United States mm -hmm. on August 2nd. So now it looks like they can hold events everywhere now versus like Alabama or wherever the fuck we're holding. I think Florida, it was a handful of States. It was similar to the early UFC where it was only a certain amount of States would allow it. And then it got banned. So good for them. I mean, I, and what the fuck? Oh, I, I was watching the fight companion for uh, Joe Rogan had one. It was him, Shab, and Eddie Bravo. Because I'm like, oh, I'll just turn this on. It was decent. And I guess Shab was saying that Jorge Masvidal was offering him unspeakable amounts of money to do bare knuckle MMA for. Uh, Jorge Masvidal's organization really like why multiple millions of dollars and Shab's like no <laughs> just no I'm done I can't do it because he's he was saying he'd have to put everything on hold for like four months and he's 10 years out of fighting but again these guys have so much money because they have all these uh partners with deep pockets so they can just pay all the people what like who is he doing dos santos and verdum you know bare knuckle mma like yeah. fuck you, you're probably paying them millions of dollars so it seems like it's great if you had made a name in the ufc and then you can bounce out now because yep. now all these other orgs these offshoots are paying a lot of money but again bare knuckle you're gonna take a lot of fucking damage broken hands and face but yep Millions of dollars might be worth it unless you can get that sweet boxing match against one of these fuckers. But anyway, what else you got? Uh, what else? Well, I have a couple quick things. And so we have two. Heidi Klum recently turned 50, if you remember. The there we super, go. <laughs> supermodel. Hold on. Let me get on that one. Here we go. Um, and here she is in the bikini. I, I know we're on this kick of, I mean... Good oh, you're sharing your whole screen, but that's oh. all right. Didn't mean to do that. Hold on. A I'll second. fix it. I'll black screen that. Uh, that yeah, better? I don't like how it shares screen. There you go. Yep. Ah, there you go. Perfect. Um, there she is uh, having some morning coffee in a very nice bikini. Hard I mean, to argue with. This is 50. If this is 50, Matt, I mean, I'm saying it's pretty solid. And then um also have one last thing valerie lareda looking quite oh yeah amazing in this new little outfit here i'll zoom in for you i, I don't know what you call these but i need to order me some not for yep. me but you know for, for the six for the ladies so big fan she'll, she'll show up a little later <laughs> okay and that's all i got till till knowledge okay all right, I'll go on a little run. So I'm going to show this. So apparently ESPN has been uh, showing professional pillow fighting now. Oh, nice. On their thing. So okay. I, I didn't, I remember seeing this before, but I didn't think this was a ESPN type sport, right? No, I think, I think you showed me this once, like some yeah. YouTube thing, but now it's on TV, huh? Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Is this like the Ocho or something? Uh, no, I think uh, this person's, I think they said it was regular ESPN, but hard to say. Because oh. if they have the thing on the bottom, it's got to be like two or three. So maybe it is like the Ocho or some bullshit, but I didn't know it went pro. <laughs> I didn't know you could go pro. 
Should I start I'll training? Go, Can I'll I get go, in? I'll go pro in that shit. I, I think I could do okay in that. Can we put some rocks in them fucking pillows? Right. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? And then I saw, I think, the weirdest face-off that I've ever seen. I gotta I gotta mute the fucking sound. Uh okay. Oh, hang on. Where'd that go? Uh we're I'm fucked here. Hang on. I tried to share, but I'm on the wrong screen. So whenever I do, I'm hearing sound in the background. It's your speakers again. I think your it speakers is. Speakers playing shit. Something <laughs> weird. Weird things are put in this in the circle K, man. Seriously. There we They're go. So I, strange. I think I figured it out. Okay. So here we go. So we have these two facing off. And then this fighter pulls out a syringe and appears to inject himself with Hulk semen. Which which seems a little weird because you know you could just swallow that. But what what are we doing? <laughs> what the fuck's going very, on? very strange stuff. Very strange. <laughs> I don't know. Still a tweet a week. I gotta get away from that. It's so creepy because okay. the sounds the guy was making was so weird oh i'm gonna have to go back because jesus christ i missed like one of the biggest things i wanted to talk about okay god i had it and go back here um i'm ready so there there was a fight in baseball and it's the first Uh time i've ever seen an umpire back off and let them go like they were uh hockey fighters so i'm going to play this and we'll see what happens oh i I didn't know if i could show that okay yeah Yeah, i'm gonna do it and we'll see we may get pulled down jose ramirez yep happened uh what last night i think yeah two nights ago saturday but i'm like i'm glad they let him swing but the rest of the players need to stay out of it and i want to just talk about like such poor technique uh, and god damn it the white Sox guy got knocked out we're from chicago i support the white Sox. well robin ventura nolan ryan i feel like the Sox are not good at boxing we should well and i'll just say when robin ran out he didn't know what to do he just ran into a headlock and got rung up and nolan was way bigger and way older but this is this is another and he had day. the high ground, duh. You know, you can't right. They can't attack him. him. No. But um just terrible technique from this guy because he came out southpaw, and I don't even think he's a southpaw. And then he's just throwing jabs and not even recovering the punch and protecting his head. And then even on the slow-mo, uh, which I'll play here, you can see um, had, his, had his hands down. Yeah, and then he's throwing to the body and the other guy's throwing wild haymakers to head with his eyes closed and he just happens to catch him luckily he has no idea where he's throwing oh ramirez catches luckiest punch ever tim anderson's having a horrible season he's like one of our best players the last few years and he's just having a bad year and i think he didn't like the way ramirez was talking to him after the tag no you can't put your hand in my face yeah i get that but again applaud the um for just stepping out of the way and letting him go at it but then then they uh released the suspensions today so the white Sox player six games the other guy three games and then a handful of other guys one game but why can't we just treat this like hockey? See, this would get me to watch fucking baseball. If you just, <laughs> if two guys had a problem, they just fucking drop the glove or gloves. Well, however you want to do it, they throw down. We put a fucking penalty box in too, right? You get penalty boxes on both sides. You got fucking bullpens, but put the penalty box somewhere where the fans can see them. And uh, maybe give them like an inning or two. You got to sit out and then you can get back in. That's your fucking whatever but if you have the penalty boxes and you can have the ladies with the big titties behind them like smashing them up against the glasses the glass behind them i don't know i think they need to think outside the box and you want to attract fans have a couple fights every once in a while and that would eliminate these large-scale brawls where you have a larger chance for more people to get injured versus just one-on-one. Well, that's what happened in this. The aftermath was like round two was a full-scale melee for like a, quite a while between these two teams at, at, during this game. So see, that's that's the problem. And and when the when two guys are fighting like that, I think what the rule is: anybody come else comes in, multiple game suspension. You just say, let the two guys throw, 
and I'm going to have to decide when to stop. That's when it's tough <laughs> uh-huh. because I mean, you, you gotta, you're going to have to ask the hockey refs, like when, when do we step in and when don't we? And that's what you have to do. You can't have third man in. And part of the problem on this fight was the fucking pitcher who didn't like help his teammate. He just kind of like, Oh, kind of stop you. Like you're either in or you're out dickhead. You enter, you're out. You you went in halfway, and you you fucked your teammate on that one. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just want things to be more exciting, and I feel like if you could let guys do that, we'd have less melees all together. I agree, probably. I mean, that was pretty exciting to watch. Fuck so yeah! I, and what was everyone talking about? A fucking baseball fight <laughs> that never yeah, happens. It right? never happens. I've never seen one as clean as that, like where the refs oh, yeah. or the umps stepped away. So yeah. kudos. Kudos to everyone involved. Yes. Fantastic. And I don't even think the suspension's happened yet because I think it's got to go before like the probably the Players yeah. Association has to get involved and then they work that shit out. Well, but... it's not going to matter for Tim Anderson. The Sox are so bad this year. It's mm. like it's six games is nothing. Like when you think about it, a baseball season has 162 games. Like, Eh. but why why don't they get the same amount like why doesn't because uh, i mean I he think, got fucking ko'd and he gets six games the other guy well, ko'd him gets three well because they consider him the one who started it he's the one who uh, dropped his dropped his glove and decided to throw down he's like well the other guy didn't have a glove to drop yeah, yeah i think they're equal combatants the other guy could have ran away he could have <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's uh it's fun. Let's let's do more of this. Yeah, let's see what else we got. Tweet of the week. See now it ties right in. So goes right back to this game. This is from Kyle. He says Tim's playing a long game with the body shots. Yeah, that one didn't work right out. He fucking caught one right in the chin. He did. And oh, oh Jesus. I'm going to turn this sound off. This is from uh, Lance on Twitter at uh, Born a Kang. And he tweets this out. He's like, this shirt was fighting for its life. This is a lady on one of them, probably drop rides or something. I'm not quite sure. This poor shirt. Whoa. It's about to get ruptured. Like my yeah. spleen. Yowza. Yeah. Video, these videos are the best. <laughs> Is this what TikTok's for? Should I be on the TikToks? I don't know. I, never I, I, I didn't watch it this far. I'm, I'm reloading, but you get the gist of it. Shirts are fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do a little KO of the week. Ooh. I have one to submit, which is KO of the Sweet. week and, and or knowledge. But All right. I'm going to share some sound because I want to hear some horrific screams in the background it may be super loud oh damn <laughs> he got stiffened uh he may be dead we're not sure ouch that's all i got well you got one for a little ko action i do and and i am going to share sound with it mm-hmm. so i'm going to set this up before okay so so you understand so I've been so there's this thing in like the bullfighting thing, the rodeo yeah. thing called the ring of fire. If you see that there's this like ring, right? And they do it a bunch of different ways. Sometimes they're up on a platform around. Do they the light it on fire? Sometimes there's water in the middle, like a pit, you know. The idea being is that everybody stands around and and there's this bull that runs around, right? And if you're off the line, you're out. The last one standing wins. Right? Total line. <laughs> so um so here we go. I'll I'll just let you watch and I think you might have some idea about my right, so. Last one, last one, last one. Oh, right. Took it right. Don't mind she, it. I think should, she might. She might should, be dead. She'll be all right. <laughs> well, we'll just. I I, I want to understand something. Like she's still down. I love it how like nobody comes to her defense. <laughs> well, so, can she get two for her then? Does the bull go after her again? And or does it? I, oh man, she got all that one. <laughs> The bull feel, even knew he got all that. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, sorry about that. I, I feel like she didn't think he was going to hit her because he was going one direction. And then at the last minute, kinda, he's like, boom. I mean, she her. fucking launched her. 
pretty epic. I think people who do this are idiots, but there's no shortage of video videos like well, this. Well, they're probably paying them 500 bucks to win, and some of those yeah. people probably need that 500 bucks. <laughs> so you're willing to take a major loss. But the question is, does the organization cover your medical bills? <laughs> because um, she may not be able to walk again. I don't mean to laugh, but that's true. <clears throat> and so I know we've probably we've shown this multiple times, but uh, I may show this every week. But I want to just know, why didn't Dana White um, start this league? Oof, lovely. You know, I know we've seen this uh, multiple times. It's another fucking slap league. Wouldn't people be more interested in this kind of slapping versus whatever the fuck Dana White's doing? Yeah, I'm just I would saying. Say yes. I would say yes. Feel like for, for more views. A couple more things before we get to knowledge. So here's Valerie Loretta saying, uh, "My house or your house or my house is your house." But I just want to know, is that thing street legal? No, nope. probably going to get a ticket for that. I feel like you're getting a couple of tickets. At least. <laughs> At least uh, 16 citations. Mm -hmm. Let's do a little ask the nuts. Uh, this is from Chaos on Twitter. Is this something we need in our lives? A pizza-scented Xbox controller. That's weird. It's like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's got pizza scent. <laughs> he puts pizza scent in it. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I would rather just have the pizza. Yeah, seriously. Like, what are we, what are we doing here? You're just going to make me irritated by smelling pizza while I'm playing mm -hmm. games. Mm -hmm. I don't need this kind of action. I'm having trouble operating my operating system and or browsers now. Uh, right to Knowledge. What do you got? Uh, I blew my wad with the Knowledge earlier with the, okay. with the, the Jake uh, Jake Paul thing. I was going to save it, but I highly recommend it. It was entertaining on Netflix. So what do you got? Well, another thing, I didn't know this was a lane. Uh, I'm just going to post this and uh, we'll kind of go from here. So apparently there's a thing that has a bunch of 1,200 wrestling um, face sitting and femdom fetish videos. I'm not sure what this lane is, but it's like submission fighting hmm. of some sort. Huh. Taekwondo's kick you in the groins. Kimura, knee to, that's illegal. You can't knee to the head. Huh. I, I like it. <laughs> like what is this i mean I, I don't know once again i don't think she's street legal well good for them there's a lane for everyone i didn't know i needed to drive in that one on that note i think we can shut it down where we go uh, two off the rails it's all about alaska yes pizza different lanes to drive in Mm -hmm. Hi. That has been another edition of MMA Nuts. My name is Ingo Weigel. Matt Griffith, thanks for playing.